Hello, hello, welcome, welcome to episode 28 of Synthopsis, Synthwave in a Synopsis. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode's topic is voice samples. We're going to be talking about what they are, how you can use them in your music if you're an artist, and why I think they're pretty cool. So uh, let's get into it. First, let's open up a bit with an awesome song, a hell of a dark synth banger, Humans Are Such Easy Prey by Perturbator, features an awesome sample from Terminator. Hope you enjoy this for a little bit, and we'll get right into it. Alright, alright. I hate to cut this song short. I apologize. I know it is amazing, but we must get the show on the road. Uh, thank you all so much again for tuning in. This song, uh, this album, excuse me, in the background is called City of Ghosts by an artist named Crockett. I'm just playing the whole album. So if you hear a song you like, please go check it out. You can find it on the YouTube, City of Ghosts by Crockett. Alright, so this episode's topic is voice samples what are those (laughs) not trying to meme but what are those um it's a bit straightforward these are exactly what the name implies no tricks here you heard one in the song we just played they are simply just sound bites of voice or other sounds that are used during songs they're a slightly common technique used in synthwave and can come from anywhere really, but they primarily come from pop culture mediums such as movies and TV shows are often self-made by artists. Maybe an artist is looking for a very specific voice sample but can't find one, so they might do it themselves or commission a voice artist to do it for them or a friend or whatever, who cares. So, uh, the only real distinction, important thing to note is that In my opinion, they do not include unique vocals done by an artist for the minority or majority of a song. So the way I see it is when you have vocals, they usually are a core part of a song. You know, like this is a sing song and this person is going to do vocals for the majority of it. And that's a big focus. Voice samples are usually kind of a one-off thing done maybe once or twice in a song. And they don't, they're not like all encompassing, you know? So that to me is the difference in between the two. Uh, To further illustrate what exactly I mean, here is a um, voice sample from 
The Bomb. Great song by Volcor X. It is The Bomb. Haha, <laughs> I'm hilarious. Uh, so I hope you would check this out real quick. See exactly what I'm talking about. There's another example of what, is, what a voice sample is. Or die. So, I mean, you hear that part, it's like 15, 20 seconds. It's not the majority of the song. It's really only a very small part. Uh, it's played near the middle-ish, but it's not a very huge part of the song. So, why, and I forgot to have the background music on, my bad. I'm all over the place right now. Uh, why are these even worth discussing? What are they used for? Great question. I'm so glad that these are the burning questions you have as you roll in bed at night before you sleep. Um, firstly, why are they used? They are used, in my opinion, at least the way that I notice they're used, or at least how I think they affect songs to me. Uh, I think that they help to create atmosphere and to more directly tell listeners what kind of ambience or mood they should expect and feel. And... In this podcast, I've talked a lot in previous episodes about ambience and atmosphere in Synthwave. And one of my recurring ideas is that ambience and atmosphere are very important in Synthwave and that they can be sometimes be very hard to convey, you know. Like, for example, let's say you want to make an uh, space wave song about, like, you're floating through space, you know, and you're alone, you're an alone astronaut on the ISS, right? Uh, you can use like some of the very common pads and droning sounds and things to convey that feeling and that you may do a good job you may miss the mark depending on how well you do it but it becomes a lot easier when you just kind of literally you can maybe even call it cheating and just tell your listener what they're supposed to feel right uh maybe if there's a really cool uh clip from a movie a space movie i don't know i like interstellar i haven't seen interstellar but or if there's like a, a tape recording or maybe even a real one of an astronaut just giving their thoughts as they're like alone in space or something you know or something from alien isolation i don't know but the point here is like you're telling people what the environment is what the atmosphere is where this is supposed to take place and no one is going to really hold it against you at all if you do this. It just makes it easier. If you're trying to convey atmosphere, I think it's great to throw in one of these and just be like, hey, here's a reference. Here's something you can feel in this voice and this thing. And it should, I think, really help you to get your point across. I am in the process of learning how to make music. And this is something I'm going to experiment with if I ever want to get really atmospheric, which I probably will eventually. But yeah, I, uh, I think they're good for atmosphere etc um here's an example of this being done in a song by teradyne a song called survival that i like a lot um you'll notice that the quote is very strongly related with the song's title and it's a sample from a popular movie called day of the dead i can't play i'll play a little bit of the song cause just because i like it a lot so you can get an idea of what it's like it's kind of tense it's dark and it's kind of tense um it's very slow But it is still kind of like a, not a relaxed song, you know, it's still like a bit edgy and all that good stuff. So, if you enjoy real quick, here's Survival.
taking a goddamn field trip. This is a fucking war! And the song goes on. It's uh, that's the, again the only voice sample on the song. It is an awesome song, by the way. I do love this song. Highly recommend. It's a great example of kind of chill-ish, more at least like more down tempo dark synth, I guess. Um, and I think it just hel- I think they just help to kind of convey feeling. Just let people know, hey, like this is supposed to be a little intense. You know, this is not supposed to be, you know, extremely chill and relaxing. So I don't know. I think that's one one thing I kind of noticed. I don't know if it's intentional from artists or not, but uh, that's one one thing I like about them a lot. Uh, another usage of voice samples I've noticed is the usage of pop culture references. Um, we also talk in this show about the prevalence of 80s culture tropes, themes within Synthwave, and they are everywhere. They are absolutely everywhere. You cannot have Synthwave and not have all of these tropes and movies and all this stuff. It's just so entrenched in the genre. Like, this is not a genre that just came out of nowhere. It is very heavily inspired by the 80s, right? And um, I these, these voice samples serve as a way for artists to directly communicate a certain feeling, or as the Zoomers would say, a certain vibe with listeners. I'm doing my best not to use that word, though sometimes it just really does is the right word to use. And I, whatever. Uh, it's cringe. Here's a brief snippet from uh, Ghost's song, The Prowler. It's a horror wave darks and song aptly titled after the famous 1981 horror slash of the same title. Um, these kinds of voice samples that reference old movies, they're, I think they also help in the atmosphere department. You know, like you hear this 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 voice sound coming up. It's very edgy. It's very intense. There's a lot of yelling and stuff, um, but it also does make a cultural pop culture connection. That's the main point I'm trying to make right now. Um, you know, you can uh, hear. Maybe if you heard the Prowler when you were a kid or something. Uh, that seen that movie and you liked it. Not heard it. If you've seen that movie and you liked it, and then you hear this song and you hear that voice on, you might be like, oh yeah, that was a sick movie. You know, like this guy is like on the same wavelength as me and you might identify with him and his music a little bit more, potentially. So here's The Prowler, awesome song, really always gets me hyped. If he wants you, he'll get you. And then it comes back with that sick, sick drop. And we'll talk more about that drop. Not that drop in particular, but like how... uh, I'm actually just going to let this song finish because it's so damn good. Um, We'll talk more about like how they can be used like that. But yeah, uh, ghost music is not surprisingly pretty edgy and intense. And this sample makes it clear that this song is not an homage to any old Prowler. It's an homage to the Prowler. It's an homage to a specific movie, a specific thing that the is important to the artist for one reason or another. And wants you to hear whether the, you know the movie or not. I haven't seen the movie, um, but from what I hear, it's spooky. It takes place in New Jersey here. So 
I should actually watch it. I've been meaning to watch a bunch of horror movies. I haven't seen a ton. So I should get on that. Um, but yeah, nostalgia. Nostalgia is a big part of Synthwave. And nostalgia can be resonated through voice samples. There, I just summed up that whole five-minute rant in one sentence. Uh, there are plenty of other ways that these samples can also be used in songs. And honestly, I feel like their uses are kind of endless. Uh, they can serve as rests, intros, outros, build up for drops. Um, in that song, as you may have heard, it is a rest. I didn't really play much before it, but it's a rest and it's a build up for a drop. It's very, very well used within the flow of the song. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel out of place. It's, it's very timely. It's very well used. You know, rests are important. I'm a firm believer in rests. You want to have your song go do, 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 and then give me a nice little rest. And then come back with something else. You know, whatever. <laughs> That's your next song. But yeah, um, I think they can also add some special flair and flavor to music in ways that may differ from other songs by the same artist. Um, I think something that a lot of artists are cognizant of is trying not to sound too uh, repetitive in their music. Trying to not sound like they're just regurgitating the same old things out over and over and over you know and i think voice samples are a good way to give some variety be a little different you know hey in this song i'm gonna use a voice sample from uh teletubbies whatever whatever freaking reason and then next song you might not use one and then next song is a horror song and you're gonna use the voice sample of michael myers breathing down your neck something i don't know happy halloween by the way one day late but yeah, um, and uh, I think uh, my last kind of note actually on this is that these samples really aren't necessary at all. They're kind of a garnish or spice, if you will, that you can kind of add onto your songs to give a little more flavor. But really, no one is going to beat you over the head because you didn't quote Shrek 2 in your latest release. Again, probably not the best example of uh, things you should be voice sampling, but I would be very impressed to hear someone sample Shrek that would be really cool I guess whatever um and sorry I was preparing the next song with that being said though I think it is entirely possible to overdo the amount of voice samples um and this is totally the case with spice if you've ever cooked once in your life you will know that there is such a thing as adding too much salt or too much sugar and it sucks you can ruin a whole meal not to necessarily imply that having too many voice samples can ruin a song it might i think there are sometimes i it can um but yeah i, I i'm always i with these i would suggest to err on the side of caution and i would suggest to give them a place you know make sure that as I think is the case with all things in music, I'm a firm believer in having everything have a purpose. Um, I love hearing songs where everything just seems like it fits in perfectly and it's there for a reason, you know? And I, I like that detail and that clarity a lot. And a lot of my favorite songs do that. And without going down a giant path, I think this is one thing Perturbator has always done really well is everything just sounds like it has a place. Um, same should absolutely be the case with voice samples, no exception. So, let's take a break from me yammering, uh, with an awesome song by Voids there. It's a great dark synth artist, 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 I don't know where that accent came from. Um, this song is called Preacher. It features a lot of voice samples, and it is awesome. I did not appreciate this song enough, uh, when it first came out. 
And to be honest, I just didn't. And I was listening to it a bunch today, and I was like, wait, this song is actually amazing. It's actually some really awesome dark synth, and I love it. It's kick-ass. So we're going to play the whole thing. I'll do a little more talking. I'll sum things up, and then we'll play a few more songs, and we'll end with the last five. I'm trying to keep these episodes a little bit shorter, by the way. Condense my ideas a little more. Hopefully, you guys like this format a little more. So, hope you enjoy Preacher, and we'll wrap things up.
Alright, I hope you guys enjoyed that song. By the way, I record these episodes live, even if I don't do them live anymore. So, if you're banging along to the music, as I hope you are, just know that I am banging along with you. And that was beautifully timed with that drop. But alright. Um, so, I've basically said everything I've wanted to say on this topic. It's not super in-depth. There's no need to go crazy and drag it out. And, uh... I guess we'll just do a little summary, recap my ideas real quick for you guys. Um, we'll play a few more songs and we'll wrap up with the last five. Alright, so again, to summarize, voice samples can be used for the following. Creating ambience and telling listeners what to feel. You want to make someone feel like they're in, a sp- they're in a space station? Use a voice sample. Just tell them, straight up. Making pop culture references particularly ones from the 80s that Synthwave listeners may recognize and identify with. It's a cool way to really let people know that they're listening to the right person you know like hey this person has the same interest with me he likes some of the same pop culture you know it's not game changing but it's cool uh musical elements such as adding flair interesting intros and outros drop build-ups really anything that you can think of honestly the sky is the limit with these things they are very very versatile you can get any kind of voice sample and use it in any way that you see fit i just want to try to encourage artists to keep these in mind because i think they're really cool and a lot of times when they're used i like them or they're whatever you know like they're there they never bother me you know it's it's really never like oh i wish that voice sample wasn't used basically you know um and my personal opinion is i think it's possible to overdo voice samples use too many maybe not they're not used properly that's just that's not the defendant rule this is my opinion really um so yeah i did also just think of something uh good i wanted to mention also and i think that was that um you don't of course obviously you don't have to use these so if you don't it's not like anyone's gonna be like hey why didn't you voice sample you know i just think it's a good thing to keep in mind um so with that all said that's the that's all my thoughts on voice samples so let's play three more songs and then we'll uh close the episode out again it's a bit of a shorter one so uh what else we got up on the chopping block we've got fist interface by dead life rise above you by Neo Slave, Feet Alistair Crowley, and The Truth by Fool off of Magnetron 3. A lot of dank darks in this episode. Hope you guys enjoy these songs, and we'll be back shortly. Yarby. Um, I just realized, yes, I am a scuff DJ, and I had placed that song in the middle for some reason. That is not the start. Here is the start. Just always remember that I have no idea what I'm doing.
Alright people, you hear this song, you know it's the end of the episode unfortunately. I hope you guys enjoyed those tunes, I'm trying to play more music, condense my ideas a little more. I hope you guys enjoy this format, we'll see. Um, those three songs were called Fist Interface by Deadlife, Rise Above You by Neosafe Alistair Crowley, and The Truth by Fool. Hope you guys like. Um, let's wrap up with the last five, which are the last five minutes of every Synthopsis episode, where I update you guys on new releases and other cool things happening in the Synthverse and beyond. Um, what we got? Cat Temper album, More Than a Feline. Excuse me. Worst possible time to have to burp. I'm really sorry. Uh, Captember album, More Than a Feline, is out November 12th. Pre-order is available. Um, awesome dude. Makes awesome music. I encourage you guys to check out Cat Temper. He is great. Very, very creative. Elvit the Sky album, Ascend, is out now. In Search of Darkness OST is out now. Uh, has nine tracks featuring Nightcrawler, Caspro, Midnight Danger, Highway Superstar, and many more. If you guys don't know... In Search of Darkness is a documentary about horror defin- uh, horror in the 80s. Famous horror uh, movies, mainly in the 80s. And I saw the first part, and it was awesome. Very, very detailed. I, that was back when I was doing my episode on Horror Wave. So I wanted to learn about the soundtrack, and I ended up watching the whole thing. It was four hours long. It was awesome. It was really fun, really entertaining. I had a lot of great interviews about those movies and all the behind the scenes stuff. So if you're interested in 80s horror, I would highly encourage you to check out In Search of Darkness and voice crack and <laughs> I hate when my voice cracks, man. Sometimes, sometimes those, I just can't hit those high notes. I'm sorry. And the second part is available for pre-order now. Uh, so check it out. It features an interview with Robert England, the actor for Freddy Krueger. Do check it out. Um, and the OST is out. And the OST is um, actually amazing. The first two songs especially. The second song and the track by Castro, I think uh, Nightcrawler. No, that's the artist's name. I forget what it's called. Soulburner. It's so damn good. It's some seriously awesome dark synth. The first track is awesome too. But these songs are amazing. I really encourage you guys to check it out. In Search of Darkness OST Part 2. You can find it on... YouTube, Bandcamp, non-Spotify yet. Probably a few more days. Um, Roxy Drive cover of the song Come To Me is out now. And Earring Force single, single is out November 4th. And lastly, not a giant list, but lastly, Ele Arson album Friends is out now. I have not gotten to listen to the whole thing yet. It's very big. It's like 17 songs. Um, but so far it's been awesome it's a hell of a concept album it's basically about like the uh engineer behind the cybertruck gets killed by it like it falls on him and then elon musk like tries to resurrect like revive him and ends up putting his soul inside the truck so then the truck goes around killing people to make more trucks with souls i it's it's insanely weird and ingenious it's awesome uh you know i haven't listened to the whole thing yet so i can't really speak to the, the quality but it's Ilya Arson, so it definitely has to be good. But 
from a creative concept standpoint, it's genius and goofy, and I love it to death. They did a whole photo shoot and everything. So uh, check it out. Friends by Eli Arson. Out now. All right, guys. Um, with that, we will close out the episode. We'll play Survival by Terradyne in full. I, this is a song I played a little bit earlier. I did not. I just realized I did not properly prepare an outro song, so I apologize. But we'll just play this song, and it'll be fine. It's a great song, so it doesn't even really matter a whole lot. Um, as always, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, it really means a lot. Oh, I did want to talk a little bit about the podcast. So, yeah, I haven't really been doing anything with it recently. Since quarantine hit, I basically haven't done jack. Um, so, does this episode mean that I'm back? I don't know. I really have no idea. Um, I got engaged like a month and a half ago. It's been awesome. My fiance has been really motivating me, encouraging me to do more stuff, be more active. Um, and the podcast might be one of those things that I do more. I'm trying to do other things, but, uh, we'll see if I get a really cool idea. If I get some energy, then I'll maybe bang out a few more episodes. I don't know if it's going to be every week. I don't think I have enough. I don't have a topic for next week. I, I wish I could be a little more consistent. But I don't know. I really don't know if I'm going to be doing an episode next week or two or three, unfortunately. So, uh, suspense. We'll leave, I'll leave you guys on the suspense, suspense. Also, the other thing, it might be too early to say, but I don't think I'm going to do my episodes live anymore. I kind of think I, I honestly think I just feel more comfortable just doing it without, honestly, the pressure of having to do it live in front of like 250 people. I like, I don't know. I feel a lot more comfortable and. I don't care as much as I mess up. I get to be more goofy. I just feel like I'm in a, I just feel like I'm in a better place. So I might not be doing them live. You know. I don't think it doesn't really matter anyways. But yeah. That's that on the podcast. Uh, so let's wrap it up with Survival by Terradyne. And uh, I will see you guys whenever. Hope you guys stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Please continue to wear your masks, etc, etc, etc. It's very important. Important. I don't know why I keep doing these weird ass accents throughout the episode. I'm really sorry. But anyways, peace out guys. Bye.
a goddamn field trip. This is a fucking war!